Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fantastic Minute, your favorite podcast where we break down Fantastic Mr. Fox by Wes Anderson one minute at a time. I'm Tyler Boudreaux. And I'm Condra Boudreaux. And we're on minute five of Fantastic Mr. Fox. This minute starts with Mrs. Fox telling Mr. Fox that she's pregnant and ends with them 12 years later, 12 Fox years later, that is, with Mr. Fox asking Mrs. Fox whether or not anybody actually reads his column. So we got this flash forward here. So let's start in the beginning, and then we'll phase to the flash forward. So we start with them still in the cage. Mrs. Fox says, I'm pregnant. Well, no. First, Mr. Fox gives a very lame explanation of the cage falling straight down, not spring-loaded. Yeah, he makes a whoosh, whoosh effect. And Mrs. Fox has a great sigh. She's like... Like she's she so done with him. <laughs> it's great. She's like, you're an idiot. Good job. Here's why I'm angry at you. And then she reveals that she's pregnant. Oh, yeah. She's angry because she's pregnant and, like, he's endangering her. He's stupid. But then she says she's pregnant and we get this straight-on face shot close-up of Mr. Fox. And, and he's smiling. But it's like a grimace smile. Like, he's not really happy. Well, no, he's kind well, of no. freaking out. Well, no. At first, at, first he regular, at first he's regular smiling. And then he does the, the then the, they then his teeth spontaneously appear in kind of this surreal the thing. Teeth, the through the teeth smile. He says, like, "Honey, that's great." And, and like you're like, yeah, I don't believe you, Mister Fox. Like, but what I wanted to say was like his original smile is a smile. It's just hard to detect because it's a fox claymation, and it's like weird. Yeah. How excited he actually is, though. I think he is excited. It's just in the heat of the moment, having it sprung upon him is just like it's difficult to deal with. Yeah, she seems really angry and well, like she's not angry that well, she's, she's pregnant. Like, well, no, she's like scared and angry at him all yeah. in the same like emote, like her face when they move to the shot after you see this torch and pitchfork kind of deal yeah. coming out of the house and they turn back to the two foxes and they're both yeah. looking. She looks like her eyes are scared yeah. but her f- like face and the rest of her body language is angry. You said torch and pitchfork? Yeah. It's a it's, shovel it's a and shovel a pitchfork? I like how it's not like a cocking of a gun. Like that's really cliche. Isn't there a cock of the gun though? There might be. There is. There no, might there be. is a cock of the gun. But you don't see the gun. No. You just see a shovel and a pitchfork. Which for killing foxes I don't know how effective that's going to be. Well, and then I like I like the shot. She says, promise me you'll find another line of work. And she's in the front, and then it zooms to his face. And he has a dead inside okay. He's like, I have just died on the inside. I don't know how dead inside he is, but I think he understands in that heat of that moment, whoa, I messed up. Time to, for me to give a little... Yeah. I think he's died on the inside, just a bit. Knowing that his life is never the same again and he can no longer be the wild, carefree lad he is and enjoys being because he likes being a show-off and that comes very handily with bird theft. Totally. Yeah, bird theft and show-offs always go together, honestly. Um, Before we move on to the song, Fades Out When the Cage Falls, the um, Heroes and Villains by the Beach Boys, yep, Heroes fades and out when the cage falls, but then very softly comes back in when she declares she's pregnant, and then it's and just kind of got over. his close-up. 
And it goes, la, 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 yeah. And then it continues, interestingly, into the flash forward and doesn't abruptly end. It's a nice, yeah. safe kind of transition, and it's very soft and kind of comforting. Yeah, what's interesting about that song is that it has, like, the upbeat part where we got in the montage in the last minute, but it also has the kind of, like, more mellow parts. I think and it fits the moment yeah, well. Yeah, me too. So then we transition. We have two years later... In parentheses, 12 fox years. So, officially, one human year equals six fox years. Officially, as according to Fantastic Mr. Fox. Okay. I don't know about the actual body development of a fox. And if Do we know how long... Uh, was it gestation period? No. no. I have no... no. I, I don't don't know. Know. Is, that, is gestation the right word? Yes. Do we, <laughs> for foxes, we don't know? I have, I have no clue. It's not worth looking up, I guess. Uh, Debatable. Okay, yeah. If you can look it up in this time, but it'd be interesting to know because well, when we meet Ash, she'll be eleven or twelve, and I guess we'll talk later about like is is this human analog years? Is it supposed to line up perfectly? But Around fifty-two days. Fifty-two days. So that's about a fifth of a year, birth, a seventh of a year. So and 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 according to this very quick Google search, births are usually in March or April, which then places this in late winter or like midwinter. So like January, probably. Well, yeah, but December. January. The whole the whole thing takes no. place in the fall. We've already talked about this is a fall movie, but still. Okay. No. Whatever. But, yeah, so we've moved flash forward 12 fox years, but only two... Oh, you know what's interesting? I thought we saw them digging out. No. But we don't. No. So they dig out to get out of the cage. But they don't say that until later. They don't say that until later, but for some reason, my mind was telling me that, that you, we saw it. No. But we don't. We just see two years later, 12 fox years. No, but then it has this weird helicopter deal. Yeah, presumably one of Bogus Bunts or Bean's helicopters transporting a crate of something. And this, the sky is gray, which is interesting because in the previous minute, the sky was very orange. Mm-hmm. And now the sky is just gray. And we zoom down onto their house, mm-hmm. which is a great, great shot. We have the wind blowing through the grass, and I love that wind effect. This little bunny paper boy that's precious. The, the, but the thing with the wind is I'm wondering how you make that effect with claymation. Like, do you just, like, move the leaves just, like, a little bit? Probably, but also the way the shot was and nothing else was going on. There was no other movement. Yeah. You could just run that as a normal rate and then clip it in. Yeah. And then when the bunny comes in, that's, like... That would be where you'd be doing it kind of piecemeal kind of work. Yeah, but it's great because you have leaves blowing in the wind and just like so fall and I love it. <laughs> um, even though it's potentially spring, potentially... No. It's unclear. It's fall, okay? It's fall. Please. All right? <sighs> okay? No. Can you just please... Okay. No. It's kind of a big deal. I need more than okay. So no. But the little so there's little bunny throws the newspaper and it gives his address and he's living in this hole in the ground in some brush in a scrub. So there's a whole lot of descriptions of I don't want no scrub. They're living in Scrub's guy can't get no love from me. Alright. <laughs> um Okay. 
<laughs> so they're in this hole in the ground. So it really kind of sets how they are living, and it's a really big contrast of how they will live in the future, kind of thing. Ooh, and foreshadowing. I know. And then it goes into this newspaper, the shot of the newspaper in Mr. Fox's column specifically, and shows what he picks up as his new job that yeah. Felicity makes him do. So he writes. Not even like he just like writes a lifestyle co- column. Yeah. Like what? And if you like freeze frame, read some of the newspaper. It's pretty great. It yeah. makes very little sense, and it, it includes a lot of whack bat metaphors. Oh yeah, a whack bat metaphor is him talking about wolves. He um he talks about a good friend of his that he used to make fun of growing up named Toasty the Stoat because Toasty wore sweaters in the summer. And presumably, Mr. Fox was just being a jerk and was like, hmm, you must be warm all the time. And he actually says in the paper, too, that the guy would call him out all the time. So I appreciated that. Even, no one likes to take crap from Mr. Fox. Yeah. And then, speaking of your wolves, he actually declares in this article that we're seeing that that he's scared of wolves. He's scared of wolves. They scare the cuss out of him. So, is that our first cuss? That's our first cuss in the movie. Oh, man, I thought we were... Can we keep track of cusses? I kind of want to. Okay, so that's cuss number one. Cuss one. That's one cuss. And for those of you who don't know, this movie, instead of anytime swearing, they they say cuss. And once in the movie, they say swear for a really big effect. They do. Yes. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. But most of the time, it's just them saying cuss. And and it's it's great. great. It's another one of those... It's not really surreal. It's just kind of like a a gimmick. It's very self-aware that this is a children's movie, but adults are watching it because it's Wes Anderson. Yeah. So, And this cuss is not super noticeable, where some of the other ones will be, (laughs) but repeatedly throughout the film, there are very noticeable cusses, and there are very hidden cusses. We'll get to a couple more later in the movie. I suppose... Wes Anderson's not particularly known for, like, having language. He's not a Quentin Tarantino or a Kevin Smith. Yeah. But, like, he makes movies for adults, Mm -hmm. except for this one, so... So, he's still gearing to adults. Yeah. The other thing that he talks about a little bit in... There's a great idea of Whackbat in his newspaper article that just shows how much whack bat is important to him. Well, yeah, it's like baseball. It's like, or cricket would probably be more accurate, but just something that you can always use a metaphor for for but life. But the way he's using them is just so in your face, and he's even, like, telling, like, I know this is too much, but a whack bat metaphor is always appropriate. Yeah. And it's like, okay, dude, is it? <laughs> well, what I, what I was gonna say is that the language is pretty, but there's really no way to really know what he's talking about or really follow him. It's just okay. Yeah, it's a, what you can read of the article, there's a lot of random lines, but off to the side is this lovely science article where there is a mixed breed animal. Oh yeah, it's a skunk ferret. It's a skunk ferret. His last name is Skunk Ferret. Presum- hyphenated. Every- so presumably, maybe he, like one parent was a skunk, one parent was a ferret? So here's what, here's what are they like adopted? Like, Who knows? Like a, is it like is that a is that a, was he born before the marriage? So like he just like adopted that name, but it's not uncommon now that a child will get both parents' last yeah. names. Or so like yeah, it, I would imagine that he's he or she or preferred pronoun is a skunk or a ferret. I 
and has both names and not or a skunk ferret. I think it's a skunk ferret. <laughs> well, the, why? the foxes are, their last name is Fox, Mr. Badger. Who we'll meet later, not Yeah, long. but th- we don't have any other evidence in this Weasel. movie of... I... It exists in writing. I'm taking it. <laughs> no, it exists in writing for a second. That you have to pause to part, see. In a corner in the not important part. Excuse you, I'm taking it. Okay, I just don't approve of the mixing of the races. <laughs> You're the worst. And you need to leave now and I... Taking over this podcast because you're a rude and animalist. <laughs> Let me know, and I'm an animalist. Animalists, those chickens deserve to die, and the squabs. We haven't seen any chickens yet. Uh, whatever, okay. All right. So, and then we go into the kitchen, and we realize that Mr. Fox is reading his own article. How, well, he's how, reading the newspaper. But that, like, well, he's okay. So, if you article. if you write for a newspaper, you want to see what your article looks like in the context of the paper. You want to. You usually before it goes up, you get to see the last kind of the blank copy before. I don't know the technical terms. Okay, look. I don't do newspapers. Look, I write for a satire publication, and every every week, if my if my article's in the paper, I still read my article when I read the rest of the paper, just because I want to. Like, you just read it again. It's just like it's not. You know, like you skim it probably because you wrote it, so you don't have to read it word for word. But you just kind of like want to see, like, oh yeah, that's what I wrote. It's here in the or surrounded by this other stuff. Yeah, but he's <laughs> complaining about his own article. Well, he's just, he's having an existential moment because he asked, does anyone read my stuff? And Mrs. Fox says, of course, and then the minute ends. But we're to presume that, like, yeah, I guess he's a popular lifestyle kind of column writer. My question is, like, what brought him to this point? Like, he stopped stealing chickens. Did he, like, get a job, like, a low-level job at the newspaper and then, like, work his way up? Was he, like, doing other journalism and then eventually... Maybe he was doing sports. <laughs> he started with sports because he's this proficient... Like, maybe guy. he's usually a sports writer, but this is just, like, an off day where he's kind of, like, writing in general. I don't think so because he specifically refers to it as his column, so that's, like, a normal okay. thing for him then. But, uh, yeah, a sports writer makes sense. Kind of like He's kind of like a gym teacher, but, like, not a gym teacher. Like, mm. this is... A sports writer is, like, the gym teacher of the journalism world. <laughs> Except he's more classy than that. He's too classy to be a sports writer. So maybe he works up to... I like this. My, my apologies like, to the sports journalists out there. But. I like this idea. We have young Mr. Fox who has just found out he's a father. He goes to the newspaper. Give me anything you got. I will be a sports writer because I know sports. And then he grows <laughs> well, up. Well, it's because he doesn't have any other experience. He, uh, presumably he didn't go to college or... Fox College. He's so classy, though. Like, he's very smart. He This is definitely appropriate for him, and it gets... It's another way for him to show off what he knows, but a more reserved way to show off. Do you think the Critter newspaper is, like, going out of business, like, failing slowly? It's a gazette. Ooh, it's a gazette. I don't know what that means. It's just another fancy word. Okay. I mean, Benjamin Franklin wrote for a gazette, so, I mean, he's on par with Benjamin Franklin. Just something for you to gaze at? No. Okay. No. Okay. No. No, no more but, puns. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, all the puns, but no more of that pun. Do you think, like, is, like, Mr. Fox, like, gonna be the first one to go when they, like, need to make cuts? Like, Probably. budget cuts? 
I mean, no, there's an art review column. Okay. That, that will be the first to go because the art's always the first to die. Rest in peace, art. For the listener at home, we're just staring at the blank screen at the at the end of this minute. So it's just Mr. Fox reading the newspaper. So we get to look at So the, there's a business section. A, op-ed. The, a obit, national report. The obits, regional news. I'm, I'm interested in the national report. Weather. What's, what's going on nationally in all of the Critter United Kingdom? Is there a Critter King? Is there Critter Politics? What's going on? He could run for president of the Critters. I'd be so about Mr. Fox for Critter. Are we referring to them as Critters now? <laughs> uh, we'll see. Because, like, okay, so we got foxes, badgers. Weasel, weasels, rat, rats. Mole. Moles. Rabbit. Rabbit, like lots of different they're they're all mammals yeah that is one thing there are no non-mammals even yeah. like reptiles no fish you could, you could so expect a reptile because any other like animal type uses lizards yeah reptiles are weird though lizards are cool all right i have things i want to talk about in the kitchen but maybe we can talk about it yeah we'll save time. the kitchen stuff for the next time because we kind of talked about the newspaper i guess that's all we really get from the newspaper yeah because well part of it too is we've just had the opportunity to really look at the newspaper where when you're watching it yeah you get you don't get to see the cool phrases that mr fox writes yeah or get to glance yeah you get to read like the first sentence if that yeah and there's also this very dashing sketch of him oh yeah it's great he he's very much like hello here i am tightening my tie (laughs) like a boss (laughs) but i do want to say felicity plays an excellent wife in this moment. <laughs> yeah, everyone reads your column, of course. Of course they do, dear. Um, I'm gonna just appease you because you know I really don't want to deal with you. Just I mean, go like, to work. I mean, like, even if you write for a newspaper, like... You know no one's reading yeah. an op-ed. Like, not, or not even an op-ed, like a lifestyle column. Yeah, like, unless he's, like, really, like, a town personality. But, like, is he... I, I don't know how much he is, because... Well, well, we don't, we'll know, talk about we don't it know what the town life is like, we'll because, like... We'll talk about it later what, like at Badger's dinner and stuff. Cause yeah. I've got some. I've got some theories, but we'll hold. Okay. On. Okay. If we call it there. I think we'll call it. All right. He's being boss. Mr. Fox is a show off. All right. I'm Tyler Boudreaux. And I'm Condra. And this has been Fantastic Minute. I hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic.